Podcast. <laughs> Fuck, sorry, mate. You're I really vibing there, mate. I thought you just came around and listened to some songs with me. <laughs> Is this Jamie Fox? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The man, eh? He's a G. That's Neo, Jamie Fox, and Fabulous. That was a fabulous intro. Oh, my <laughs> God. Ladies and gentlemen, Neo, Jamie Fox, and Fabulous. If you need that one, it's called She Got Her Own. You're going to have to remember to add... I know, bro. I thought about this the this other day. This is dumb. Yeah, you shouldn't have done it. Fuck, man. Every time now, you're going to have to add the song to the playlist. I actually... Then I was like, maybe we could intro, you know, put the, the song onto the play, onto the um, Spotify as well. Sorry, onto the Instagram story so people could see that as well. And I was like, fucking less is more. Stop yeah, yeah, creating yeah. more shit to do. <laughs> Fuck, no wonder your brain is getting fried up. Uh, hey, mate, good to see you. And a minute into that beautiful song there, we've got a very interesting topic today. Mm. And before we get into it, of course, people are going to leave a five-star review because they say that they are learning so much from this. So I do wonder, how could there be so many listeners but so many selfish people not leaving a five-star review? <laughs> We're just going to keep tearing into you until you do it. Well, maybe there's not as many listeners I as have, we think. <laughs> yeah, I have had people... Uh, DM me on Instagram saying, hey, I am just want to let you know I'm one of the ones that has left a yeah. five-star review. <laughs> These lads that came yeah. to um, Methven are like, um, oh, I haven't left a five-star review. I was like, give me your phone. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Rightio, mate. So we got an email today, and we'll keep this one anonymous because uh, they've asked for that, and but they said they would like us to talk about this. So this says, love your podcast. It's helped me think wider and think bigger about a lot of things. One thing for me, though, is that I'm in a situation today, and I acknowledge that I haven't made the best choices, right order, right timing. Well, join the club. Um, we can all relate to that. goes on to say, there are things I would do differently if I had my time again, because now I've kind of tied myself down and finding it hard to get ahead. Be glad if you have any tips of people in my situation, as I know that there are a lot of us. I probably jumped into the homeownership, married, and children stage of life without having the finances quite right. I'm 30, married, small children, mortgage, no qualifications, past high school. I have a decent job, but the salary doesn't exactly move the needle on my mortgage. My wife and I have made the decision that she will not work for another few years, as we believe that if she spends quality time with the babies, children in in that first five years of their lives, they will turn into better humans. We're pretty much living paycheck to paycheck at the moment. In hindsight, I would have done a degree in accounting, honestly. I think he's just trying to (laughs) keep me happy. (laughs) Uh, And 
brought rental properties for a few years. However, I didn't and now I'm feeling a bit stuck. I have considered using my house as leverage to buy a small business. However, due to my dependence and obligations, I do feel like I need a certain security of income, i.e. I'm not prepared to take a massive punt that could go either way. Selling and renting a house doesn't really appeal to me, but happy to hear the other side of the argument if you wanted to talk about it. I don't expect a responsive a response via email, but if you could spend a few minutes talking on uh, the podcast with Mikey, that would be great. Cheers and keep up the great work. You'll be inspiring people that do better uh, than I did. Now, I guess just before we get into that, uh, never talk yourself down too much because mm. you've got to be careful. You create a habit with that. Mm. And look, you, you've got a beautiful family. You've got children. You've got a fucking home. You're young. Um, you've you've made a lot of good decisions to get to that to start with. So be careful, you know, talking down what you've been able to achieve because that shit fucking carries on in your life. Yeah, and you do not need to be... I mentioned back to them, like, a one of the words I used was comparison. Like, you have to strip that out, man. Like, and think about... That's why I mentioned it was, like, you would only feel bad. You could You could rewrite that and be like, I'm 30 got a mean job I never even got qualified I just left school and got a mean job yeah. and then I managed to buy a home and now I've got two kids and a wife she's not even working yeah so you can make that story sound like that right 100% and you should mm-hmm. to begin with um, because yeah I think it's you have to be careful and I th- on a macro view I would look at it and be like did you feel this way in 2021 with your house but you didn't even five years ago yeah yeah. And, you know, I think the cost of everything has snuck up on everyone and it's making more and more people feel like this. Yeah. You feel trapped. Um, so true, man. And, you know, he says, you know, selling and renting. Uh, the <laughs> Yeah, he said it. What did he say about that? Um, selling they, and they, renting. I can, I, it's uh, not. Selling and renting a house doesn't really appeal to me, but happy to hear the other side of the argument. Oh, yeah, the other side. So the other side is that it costs you, like, $500 a week less. <laughs> so you decide whether that would make you feel better or not. Yeah, but because that's the, the practical part of it. The mortgage repayment piece, where you're literally paying the debt down, is probably, um, you know, that's for savings. It's mm. building equity for you if the house price is increasing, and or even if it's just staying stagnant. But the interest component is kind of the comparable piece to the rent, right? But by the time you add on rates and all that other shit. It's, yeah, rates, yeah. insurances, maintenance, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I think one thing that I think needs to be mentioned is that we've all got better answers with hindsight Mm. now there's a lot of hindsight thinking going on here Mm. if i you know i would have done this differently etc you know what man i wouldn't have taken out that 15 grand credit card i wouldn't have fucking drunk the amount of beers that i have i would have done a lot of shit that's like the that's more of that comparison thing that i was talking about is like don't don't compare yourself to what you could have done either yeah like it's done it's in the past if you carry on thinking about that, what do you think will happen in your future? Fuck all. Because mm. you spend all your time thinking about that instead of being creative and thinking of cool new things. Yes. And I think like that would be like my, uh, my main piece of advice is to like, first of all, have some, try and have some gratitude for what you've got because it sounds pretty good to me. And then the second part is fuck all of that other shit off. <laughs> like work out a way to make an agreement with yourself that you never think about that shit again. Mm. Um, then future is all about looking at it in a different light too. Like they're saying they feel stuck. Um, but you're 30 and if you live to 80, you've got 50 years. Do you reckon in 50 years you can end up in a better position? Amen. 
fuck like, easily. I'd back any human in the world to be able to do it. Give this family five or ten years. Yeah. So right now you're 30 with young kids and a wife and a pretty good job and a mortgage. You are in, like, you do this, you explain this well, like you are now in a season, one of the seasons in your life, and you just have to complete the season and then you can start a new season. And that one might be one that you can squeeze fucking mean. Yeah. So, like I said here, like 30-year-old to 80-year-old, 50 years, do you think that you can improve that situation? I would say yes. Okay, planet, 30 to 40, what would be that? That would be priority of kids kids growing up, being healthy and not little shits. <laughs> yeah. And then getting, you know, there might be a point at like year five where you're like, cool, this is back to work or whatever, so we can do that. That last five years, we can focus on making sure they get all of their camps, all of their you know, things that they need to be educated well after school, you know, tuition or whatever, make sure they become weapons. Right, okay, we finished that year. Now it's 40 to 50 years old, another 10-year gap. Have you thought about that? Probably not, because you're like consuming yourself In the here with, and now. with this here and now thing that you've talked yourself into being a problem, not thinking that it is a season that will pass. And then 40 to 50, you might be like, right, Kids are like turning into teenagers. Next step is to get them independent. But now we're going to start taking a little bit more risk. Now or now we're going to start making sure by the end of this period we have no mortgage. And do you know how many people become super wealthy between 50 and 60? So many. The bulk. Yeah, the bulk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you have got like the best years ahead of you. And I think if you can start like splitting up those sort of decades maybe – and putting little ideas and plans into place for each one. So you've got some sort of structure to follow, because if you're following a structure, you're, you're walking on the train tracks that you laid down, um, you will feel better about your day, and mm. you, wouldn't, you will not think like that. I think, because that's what I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the only way I know. I love it, mate. It's really nice. Um, yeah, I think if we go back to uh, feeling stuck, well... I would get a pad and a pen and whether you do it on your own, because it, it could be your emotions that may not be your wives as mm. well. I would she's write stuck, down, man. She's not working. <laughs> <laughs> I would say I feel stuck because and you would list out all of the reasons you feel stuck mm. and then you would look at those and you would eyeball them and figure out, okay, which one is actually a form of comparison? Which one is being ungrateful? Which one is just an eagerness to be further ahead of where I am? But where is the eagerness coming from? Again, does it come back to comparison? You know, you're kind of looking for in there, you're looking for answers. You're trying to figure out what can I control? Like what can't I control? And remember, like feelings are a choice. Yeah. You you can decide, you know, I'm feeling stuck because I'm not as far ahead as I wish that I could have been. Well, life doesn't work like that. So if you accept that, you go, well, <clears throat> I should stop feeling that. Because let's say, you know, your whole thing is basically you want to be at home with the kids for the next five years, uh, your wife, for instance, Imagine if you raise three fucking shitbags from having them being at home the whole time and they resent you for it and they and you're like, fuck, we can't wait to get these kids back to school. At 35, you're going to send the same email being like, looking back, we would have sent the kids to boarding school, school, or, school yeah, yeah, and both of us would have worked and we would have brought a rental property and five years in would have 400 grand of equity across both of our properties mm. and we're about to buy a small business or whatever. Yeah, you know, so you can't, 
like again going back to hindsight you know it's it could be wrong like you it's easy in hindsight to know what you should have done but remember as well like perfect doesn't exist nah. you could go on this path that you think is the right thing to do and it, it could be amazing but it, you've got to make a choice for it to be amazing because guaranteed at the end of it you're still going to look back and be like fuck I wish we did that differently mm. or you're going to compare yourself to a friend that's like oh man that was real cool how your wife didn't work through that five years um, mine cranked 60 hours we we had my nana I mean sorry my mum that came around and, she, and so their nana that she looked after them and now we've able to get ourselves in a position where we don't have to work as hard anymore and you're like fuck you know maybe we could have done that Yeah. so again like hindsight comparison very very dangerous like very, you say, mm. very, yeah. I think, um, yeah, you have to look back at the mistakes that you've made in the past and make sure you don't make them again, but then also don't like hold yourself to them. Just be like, oh, cool. Uh, <laughs> no better time to start than today. Yeah. <laughs> like, I won't do that anymore. <laughs> and yeah. just sort of laugh at yourself and make sure that you don't carry on with that stuff. Because, man, dragging the past into the future is so dumb. Mm because you don't know what the future holds like yeah I, I don't know how to articulate it man like when when you stay on a path and a plan you will be shocked at what po- pops up in your life that you never could have imagined mm. just by like doing the right things morally right being honest and stuff like that and man it fuck it blows my mind guess who got in touch with me today Jacinda Ardern <laughs> Co-founder of Shazies Oh wow LinkedIn DM Cool Wants to get a beer Wants to see if we can do some shit together Mean Well You know Might lead to nothing But yeah. I'm on the radar I'm like wow It took a fucking while didn't it Yeah You know But Exactly what you're saying You know The plan wasn't like Let's try and get in front of Shazies no. Uh, no But the plan was Help a whole heap of people And I thought well, They'll probably take notice at some stage Is that three years? Yeah Yeah yeah. Shit, three years. DM comes today. Like the content that you're putting out, really resonate with it. We should grab a beer. We should have a chat, et cetera. I'm like, fucking oath we should. You know, because I'm like, now I'm on their radar. I don't mm. know what comes of that, but that meeting, that conversation, that DM mm. doesn't come without all of the work that happens to get there. Yeah. So again, it's another good example. And someone today, hey, like, like your podcast, can you come speak at this? Like, it's going to cost you this. Sweet. Can you just please book book out your calendar so that we've got you locked in? Yeah. I'll, we'll find the details later. Like, let's do it. You know, don't put out the podcast, et cetera. Don't get in front of those people. They don't, you know, hear the content. They don't get in touch. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think... It's the delayed gratification of doing stuff for nothing, eh? Yeah. It's really hard. To, I don't even know how to explain that. <laughs> but I said when I was in Methvin, you know, look, like, I... I basically went back to broke mm. and had nothing and we had no clients. Next advisory was, you know, an infant, nothing. Mm. And in six years, it's like, okay, we can get it to a million dollar business. Like that's possible. Um, can have a great income, can do all these things, can still do things on the side and shit. Built the business that we actually want to have. Now, I'm like, that ain't actually that long, six years. Nah. But that's that thing I say. I'm like, you can make a million dollars if you wait until year 10. mm yeah. I'm like, I've literally completely changed my life yeah. in only <laughs> yeah. six years. Yeah, same. Like, <laughs> like, if you could only see the dumb shit I was doing yeah. seven or eight years ago, yeah, you would yeah. be like, no fucking way that this dude... But you would be like, yeah, okay, I knew that you had that in, in him, like, if, you, if you'd if you probably stumbled across me at that time, but I've literally had to go and Not do me, it. Not me, man. Everyone thought I was a fuckwit. 
<laughs> well, there's still a few questions. But, but this, <laughs> this, one, <laughs> this one here is like, I'm stuck. Yeah, yeah. And that is hard to get out of if you're like, the, the two main parts are you're stuck, yes, but also be grateful for what you have, I think, um, because it doesn't sound, I guess the paycheck to paycheck is a bit that feels stuck, but yeah. I really, I really do think you should sit down and write down and just plan out what you would like your re, with with a sense of reality of what you truly care about. Truly, not fucking buying rental properties because that's the right thing to do in New Zealand. Like mm. truly, what you care about with your kids and your wife and your family. Write out what you want it to look like, and then put them at dates. Yeah, 2032 or 2033 and then 2043 and then work through those, have a plan in front of you and it looks a fuck ton more realistic when you spread it over 30 years, eh? Definitely. Really realistic. Even 10. Even when, even when you're stuck. Yes, yeah. And I almost guarantee that if you make a 30-year plan, you'll achieve the whole lot in 10. Oh, yeah. It's, um, it's like, yeah, you just, if, as you... What we don't realise is that as we are forced to learn skills to achieve the things we want, the skills compound. Yes. And then things start getting faster. I think that's one of the reasons why rich get richer. Because mm. they, you know, I heard someone explain it, like you go and do math, that's a base layer, but math allows you to be an accountant. The accountant allows you to do due diligence on business sales. Business sales transactions can fear a nice fee. Yeah. You know, you put two right people together and you can make lots of money in one day. Mm. You know, these things compound over time, but you can't walk in to someone's 10-year thing and be like, how did you do it? Yeah. Like, you got you got to oh, do the time. Yeah, you got to do the time. So, like, if we know that you have to do the time, when should you start? Today. There's no reason to wait because you've got a five or a ten year road ahead of you to compound this stuff. So, start now. Doesn't hurt. I like it, mate. I've got, um, I've pulled up the Keep the Change podcast because I know that we've talked about this before. April, 14th of April 2022, probably around Easter time. What to do when you're stuck. So, there is. Was some, I on that one? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's us. Uh, there's some information there if you want to rip into that one. Oh, it may just be me. I think it's just you. Yeah. Okay. But there's that, and then there's Money Mail 65, getting stuck in a money rut, what to do. Now, I think remember that you can look at this in a real positive. So you're stuck now, or you feel like it. Again, a feeling is a choice. So it's only a feeling. You it may not even be true. But that's now. It doesn't need to be your forever. If you look at this in a more beautiful way, you're at a fork in the road where you're like, okay, I've got to 30, I've got all this stuff and I just feel like I'm stuck. Well, fucking mean. Okay, now, like Mikey says, you get to do what I call design your life. So from here, you design it out exactly like Mikey was saying, saying, what are the things that you want in it? And then you go, cool, what are the seasons that are going to have to go through to get those things? And like Luke's season for Next Advisory, for instance, was I'm going to have to eat shit, not fucking afford rent, go house-sitting, live back at home again, get up at 5 in the morning. Have no income. Yeah. (laughs) Get up at 5 in the morning, go to bed at 8.30, 9 o'clock, do it again, do it for five days, see how much I could like push myself, and then go, okay, now I need a rest. Now I need to One sleep day and it's 18 months, baby. (laughs) (laughs) 
you know and and so then that season now I'm in a season of like fuck I might just get up when I like you know when I wake up <laughs> alarm what yeah yeah I'll just I just want to play with my body clock so you, you you get to change or like I can pay for this rent in the city but that wasn't like I couldn't do all that shit back then just couldn't do it so you know that's think, the price you pay for that though bingo yeah and you're moving in between these seasons so in this season you're saying that you like you've you've basically identified what your season is for the next five years. You kind of want to, you're going to be living paycheck to paycheck if you don't make any changes. Your wife is going to be looking after the kids, going to give them amazing um, start that other people would would uh, would love to be able to spend that time together. And you're like, cool, like that is the that is the reward that we're getting. But then you map out like the next season after that. So what I would suggest that you do when you do that is then say, in this season, I slash we will. And if you want to, if you feel stuck again, your wife might not. So you feel stuck. Okay, so then in this season, what will you do? Now, Let's say this next season is the season you've identified where you're going to be working, your wife isn't, she's going to look after the kids, etc. and you're like, I don't want to feel stuck. So then I'm going to write down, if I were you, in this season, I will. And it would probably be finding ways to progress. So you've then got to figure out what progress is, but you've got to try and stack them every way you can. So as an example, it could be, I'm going to make sure that I keep putting a little bit of money into my KiwiSaver because I don't want my fucking girls or boys to die with like no money. Mm-hmm. So if I was to die, you know, and and then you got some real fucking hindsight when you die and you look back and you're like, oh my God, you know, now there's nothing for them. So you, you don't want to be like a, um, oh, well, now I'm not going to do that. You want to be trying to chase progress. So even every week, if you can put $10 aside into KiwiSaver, say, then you're going to be watching something grow mm. and you're going to go, cool, I feel like I'm getting a win there, even though things are really tight. Um, you might go, you know what, I'm going to read a book every two months. Uh, or I'm just going to get a little bit more knowledgeable about the shit that's going to be needed in my next season. Yeah, prepare for the next season because you can go. do it in advance. Yes. Yeah. And then that five-year window might become four or an opportunity might pop up or then you might bump into someone because you start thinking about this stuff and you're like, fuck, I did always want to know how to fly a fucking tractor if you can even do that. So then you're like, wow, I bumped into a guy that does that. And then he said I could come spend a week with him for yeah, a weekend. Yeah, uh, It just excites me so much. <laughs> so... You've got to look at this from like a different lens and a more positive lens, but you've got to chase progress because when we're not making progress, that's when we start to feel stuck. And that's probably what's happening here. Jesus, mortgage has gone up. I'm living paycheck to paycheck. Don't feel like I fucking deserve this. Mm. But, you know, you can't chase fairness. So then you've got to go, well, hey, it could be a conversation with your wife. This is a pretty awesome lifestyle that we're going to lead for the next five um, years. So what that's going to mean is that on a Saturday, I'm going to have to put in a morning where I'm fucking milking the cows for somebody or I'm driving a truck or I'm working in a factory. Lawn, whatever it is. Yeah, like, you know, because, babe, what that's going to allow me to do is put a little bit of the side into the kids' KiwiSavers and into mine or into an investment account or into a savings account or into an emergency account or just pay this. I've gone on the mortgage calculator and I've, I've realised that if we just pay $10 extra a week, that mortgage, it goes from being 30 years to 28. And you know what? Fuck me. I want to save two years off my life. So yeah. I'm going to go and give a bit of my time and, and I'm going to swap that back with the bank and I'm going to make them give me two years. So you're you're, you've got to stack some more wins back in your favour because at the moment you feel like everything's going against you. So you've let go of the control of that, so you've got to find ways to go back against it and go, no, nah, no, nah, fuck you. I'm taking the control back and here's the ways that I'm going to do it. So again, piece of pad, piece of paper, in this season I will and then start listing out the things that you can do that you know are going to give you wins to make it feel like you're making progress because you're feeling stuck so then you need to make sure you don't feel stuck. Yeah. Yeah, man, sticking to the plan, and it doesn't have to be huge wins, eh? Like, it can be little ones like 
that extra $10 or $20 a week on the mortgage, you know, after you've gone and put in that Saturday morning work or whatever it is, any little thing to like 1% compounding progress mm. is very, very effective over five years, Yeah, you know, and 10 years and 15 and 20 years. And whether it's like little things like extra mortgage repayments or kids' Kiwi savers accounts, your skills and knowledge for the next season, yeah, like your attitude over the next five years. If you are paycheck to paycheck, do you think that you have time to increase your skill level so the following five years you can go out to the the market, whether it's your boss or the open market, and ask for more income? Mm. Probably, I reckon you could. I reckon if you got me to do that, I would. Especially so, if you're willing to go above and beyond. There's all sorts of there's all sorts of answers for this scenario. I hope this person becomes a weapon. <laughs> um, have a strong why as well. Like the why at the moment sounds like the kids. So cool. You know, maybe get your wife to send you photos when you've got to go do a little bit of that overtime or whatever. Where you you know where you're working late or whatever. Be like, hey, could you send me a photo of you like having so much fun with the kids? Practical over theory, baby. Yeah. yeah. Bang. You get a reminder on your phone. You're like, fuck, look how happy those kids are, man. Yeah. Like that's the life that I'm giving them. That's what we wanted in this season. Yeah. Like, sweet, fuck Bob down the road with his three rental properties and all the shit he's doing. <laughs> Round at the barbecue, they got the new You've fucking got weather. Kids, he's got tenants. <laughs> <laughs> and his tenants are Mikey. <laughs> and like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, horrible. Yeah. I just broke the fucking door handle, man, <laughs> yeah. at your rental property. Okay, so there's always, you might have a rental property uh, and a dickhead like me is going to live there and be like, hey, can you fix the door handle because I don't know how. Like, how'd you break the door handle? I don't know, mate, but just fix it. So yeah, there's, the, the perfect doesn't exist. There's always going to be something. And so again, I would suggest then you want to set a calendar reminder on your phone because you're going through a rut, you're feeling stuck and you want to have that pop up and you want to say, fucking tell me, and you want to speak out loud and be like, these are the things that I'm grateful for. And yeah. so you're literally starting to practice being grateful. Yeah. And you drum that into yourself to do it daily or as much as you need. I, but can, I can also say that if you do nothing about this situation in 12 months time, you will still feel exactly the same. Yeah. So it requires taking action and actually putting stuff into place and genuinely thinking about it. Close your eyes, envisage it. Yeah. And start doing the notes and start taking action because otherwise you'll just feel the same and stay the same. Now I'm going to get you to understand what you're doing at the moment, okay? So let's say you're on a motorbike and I used to go to motocross and I'd see this happen all the time and it'd be a bit slippery or whatever. I see you as a motocross guy. <laughs> no, fuck, I'd be too scared to get on a bike. i let them oh, jump yeah. me and oh, shit. Oh, right. You I'd, go, I'd go and watch. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. They had the Woodville motocross, mate, down the road from me. Fucking <laughs> exciting stuff. Josh Coppins and the boys, <laughs> shout out to anyone in the space. Um, and they would be on a motorbike, and then they get stuck. And what happens? They create a rut. Mm. And they're like, eh, fucking ringing the shit out of it. And deeper then they're looking and around, everyone's looking at them. And what happens? What did you just say? Deeper and deeper. Bingo. Yeah. And then what, like, to get out of the rut, Sometimes they have to do something completely different. Yep. They've got to get off their bike. Push it backwards sometimes. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. yeah. Or have someone come and fucking ram into you from behind yeah. by mistake and then <laughs> you're out of the rut and then bam, <laughs> off you go again. So, you know, when you're in a rut, remember sometimes like putting your foot down and, and pulling the gas may not be the right thing to do. It might be a, okay, I've got to stop, breathe, like not do what's natural instinct and try and like accelerate out of this. It could mm. be, nah, I've got to do something different. I've got to take some weight off of this, for mm. instance. And it may be that you have some weight of some expenses that are keeping you paycheck to paycheck as well. And you go, look, which ones of those am I willing to sacrifice? Um, yeah, man, you can do... 
yeah, a full financial health check over all of your expenses, map all of that out so you get that sorted. Just like do very smart stuff to make sure that you're doing the gains that you can. Because like I see lots of people that f- that feel like this in my job, but then when I look at the, the stuff, I'm like, fuck man, you're eating out quite a lot though, <laughs> eh? And there's a lot of Uber Eats on the nights that you're not eating out. Like, yeah. You know, there's other things you can do. Hang on. You've got six streaming services. Jeepers. How much of those do you watch, you know? Like, Mm. interesting, you buy Lotto every week. You know, like, I just see this stuff. Yeah. So, you're you're still comfortable enough, and I reckon that is a bit of a problem. Being a little bit comfortable, you're not in enough pain to take action. Oh, that's so good, mate. I was trying to figure out how to articulate that last piece, and that's that's it. Yeah. So, like, you're just hanging in there. And you know that everything's not right. But yeah, until something goes wrong and you get a whack of true pain, whether it's financial or whatever it is, that'll force you to take action. Mm. And that can actually be the catalyst for the next step sometimes. It happens to people all the time. That's why you see, you know, guys with like billion dollar companies that talk about their stories of their five failed companies before they got this one going. Yeah. You know, so and they still loved those because they were loving the journey. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. Sometimes you need that that kick up the ass, eh? But if you don't recognize that that is a thing, and try and instill that in you, regardless, and get out of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah the the reason that um, I just got excited about that is because there's this paragraph in here which says, "I have considered using my house as leverage to buy a small business." However, due to my dependence and obligations, I do feel like I need a certain security of income, mm. i.e. I'm not prepared to take a massive punt that could go either way. Now, that's because you're comfortable, exactly like Mikey was saying. So you're in a comfort area, and that, that might be sweet. There are all the things that we've already spoken about that you could be doing, because, you know, say you were like, you know, I'm fucking like, I am changing this shit. You would find a business that you know that you could smash out of the park and you'd be like, I will not let this fail. And you would look your wife in the eyes and your three kids and you would be like, fucking daddy is taking care of work. You know? (laughs) But you're like, I'm not sure I want to take a risk there. Maybe you're not a risk taker, you know, in this season, but maybe you can be later on. But again, you've got to do the work because what happens in 10 years' time when you do have the equity to buy a small business, Mm. you know? You're like, oh, but I'm not sure I want to risk the equity because it feels quite comfortable having this now. Yeah. So you haven't done the work in the season leading up to it to go, you know what, I'm fucking doing this. Like, yeah. I've got myself the position. to Now I get to play chess. Like, let's roll. We're on the fucking chess board. Yeah, Move man. some of these pieces around. Don't uh, do not do what is it, paralysis by analysis or whatever? Yeah, like, yeah. None of that shit. <laughs> none of that Fuck shit. Fuck that, yeah. <laughs> but um, again, you only know these things by going back to what Mikey said. Like, you know, there's in here, there's, um, you know, is it, I wish I had rental properties. Maybe I could buy a business. Um, I don't really want to sell and then go renting. There's too many options. Like, why do you think you need to do all these things? Mm. Like, go back to what do you actually want from your life? Mm. Boring basics, baby. Yeah. Boring basics compound and make life real good. Very, very good, especially <laughs> over a long window. Yeah. Um, you know, 35 years before you hit 65. You, you're yeah. not even halfway there, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And even at 65, you're probably still going to be cranking. Like, imagine you're going to have three daughters. I'm pretty sure it said three daughters or three kids or um, whatever the number of kids was. But, like, they're going to be, like, looking after you and shit. They're going to, yeah, you're just going to have such a great life. Just fucking, like, build it out. Design it and yeah, build man. it. 
I think this one, and then go back to the how to think one as well, because it can be quite handy to stop a bit of the thoughts going on there. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hey, comparison is the thief of joy. Be very, very careful. And no be comparison. No more. No what for no one. Yeah. Especially. None of you. <laughs> None of you. None of you. No more comparison. Just do your own thing. Focus on you. Put the effort in. Put in the work. Get paid later. It's like the formula of life, I reckon. Jeez, Mikey, I don't know what else we can give to the people after that. I feel very wise today. Yeah, same. <laughs> I think I haven't had a beer for eight days. It could be that. <laughs> or it could be Jamie Fox. I had a bottle of red wine the other night, mate. Oh, nice. A whole yeah. bottle yourself? No, I shared oh, okay. it with a mate. We were down at a restaurant in Mission Bay. Oh, sorry about you. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was good. Eh? I got a bit chirpy. <laughs> I haven't drunk for a while. <laughs> yeah, we got people emailing in saying that they feel stuck. And here you are talking about being down in Mission Bay, you know, just tapping back half a bottle of red wine. Again, people, don't don't compare. Don't compare. That's it.